This is the FM Evolution Podcast, brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, bringing you trends, innovations, and advancement of the facility management universe. Welcome to the Evolution. Here's Sean Black. What's up, guys? Sean Black with FM Evolution. Welcome to Episode 9. Today, we're going to be talking to Justin, again, from the Hilton Torrey Pines. And I wanted to cover innovation. The last time we talked about management and training and all kinds of things in facility management. But we didn't really have enough time to talk about innovations. And you guys know I like my innovation. So I wanted to kind of cover this. We're going to be going through the top five innovations that Hilton's using right now in their hotels. There's a lot of information. You know what I miss this. So stay tuned. But first, here's a word from our sponsors. Did you know that CGP Maintenance and Construction Services are also commercial plumbers? They added the plumbing division in 2000 and have since been serving the nation's largest brands. They offer everything from clearing drains, hammer work, and grease trap repairs to full repipes and dig ups. So when your brand has commercial plumbing needs, remember to call CGP. They are ready to be on site 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They specialize in restaurants, retail stores, commercial buildings, and hospitality. And no matter what your plumbing needs may be, CGP is ready. And because they are a maintenance company as well, they can make the repairs needed after the plumbing is completed. One call will do it all. Connect with them at 858-454-7326. That's 858-454-7326. Or on the web at cgpconstruction.com. Give them a call today. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Sean Black with FM Evolutions, and welcome back to the show. Today is an awesome day because we're going to sit down and talk with Justin Jolacor again. Justin, welcome to the show again, buddy. Thank you for having me back. Oh, man. I had such a great time with you last time. We talked about so many things, but absolutely, we have a lot left to talk about. Yes, there's a lot more. So I think in this episode, you know, FM Evolution, we focus a lot on innovations and Hilton, man, they they do a lot of innovations in their hotels. Um, just from my time spending time in, H- in Hilton hotels, I've noticed. But uh, I thought today we could just focus on the top five. Yeah, let's 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 talk about it. So a lot of hotels, I think they focus on innovation with customers, but also in really kind of energy management and in their saving energy. Um, what are you guys doing right now for that? Well, there's a number of things. Um, I always like to tackle for every hotel that I go to the low-lying fruit. So, like, the first thing I always look at is the lighting in the building. Lighting has so much of an impact to not only your guests, but from a marketing standpoint when cars drive by or planes fly over. So, I'll look at, you know, the guest room lighting. I'll look at heart of the house lighting. I'll look at your public space lighting, um, anything that, you know, kind of stands out, like, you know, trying to eliminate, remove all your T12s, uh, you know, looking at all your PL lights that are constantly staying on 24-7. So I'll really kind of target my lighting. That's got to be one of the largest costs, I think, in a hotel, right, besides maybe water. But, I mean, just the electricity alone. I mean, you have so many people in a hotel, and they're, I mean, they leave lights on. You know, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I leave the bathroom light on all the time, and I go, I'm never shutting anything off because you know why would I want to do that? Yeah, <laughs> you know? I think when you, I, I kind of put myself in the guest shoes sometimes. Like when you pay two, three hundred dollars a night, yeah. 
it's the luxury. You want to be able to take a long, hot shower. You want to yes. you know, keep the lights on. You want to be able to just enjoy and splurge, enjoy every moment of it without paying the bill. <laughs> I feel that's kind of the point. I mean, at least it is for me. I don't want to clean up, and I certainly don't want to turn off lights. And that hot shower, I'm all about it. Do you, are you guys doing any kind of uh, LED conversions, or have you? Yeah, we're in the process of doing our um, guest room hallways. Um, kind of an interesting light that... Uh, is manufactured by GE. It's like a pretzel light. Um, we're mm. dropping the wattage from 21 watts down to eight watts, so definitely half. But it's a very difficult light to find, um, being that it's only manufactured in Europe by GE. There's nothing in the states for it. Um, so we're really tackling the hallway lights. We want to make the the ambiance or the feel brighter for the guest, especially the areas that have no natural daylight. Um, we want to focus on lights that are constantly burning. So your PL lights that are in all your cans, um, looking at replacing those. So right now we're in the sampling phase. Um, once we've determined our lumen levels, our um, CRI levels, as well as our wattage levels, um, and kind of like really get like the buy off of the whole entire hotel to, you know, does it feel right? To, you know, will the guests notice? You know, I mean, once we've determined that, then we'll move on the project so, if there's an incentive. So it's not even so much about, I mean, savings is huge. Right. But it's a lot to do with the customer experience overall, like yeah. how they perceive it at the light levels. I guess even the even the tone or, or the different uh, types of different light huh, that's coming in. Yeah. You want to focus on the, the lumen level and the color temp. Like, you know, most standard lighting is twenty seven hundred Kelvin. So like you really want it to have a warm feel if you have it too too dark or too bright it could be hard on the eyes like an office setting and you know it's just not appealing to guests you want to be you want there to be enough lighting to so that they can see the the guest room number and they can make their way through the hallways and not hitting walls and corners and stuff like that so (laughs) you're bumping into stuff because you can't see it yeah (laughs) well i mean with all that energy savings i mean i know some of the people I've talked to, they actually try to get into monitoring their energy consumption on a higher level. Uh, I don't know if it's something you guys are doing. Yeah, that's something that's is kind of big right now. So, you know, I mean, there are, you know, like if you look at a hotel, there's the repairs and maintenance and the constant upkeep of hotels. But, you know, the biggest expense will always be your utilities. You know, electric bill can any can be anywhere between forty and $70,000 for, a, you know, a medium to large hotel. Um, your water bills can be anywhere from fifteen to $25,000. Uh, you know, gas can be anywhere between five and $15,000. Wow. It could be even more during the winter months so when you're crazy. eating. So, you know, there, there's, there's a big focus on that, and it's hard to really – forecast what you're going to use um because every guest is different you know when you have customers coming in there's big group events it's really hard to determine how much electrical they're going to use how much of the guest room uh you know amenities they're going to use from your air conditioning your tvs all that but um the biggest thing now with hotels is utility meter monitoring where you know utilities already have smart meters like on your electric and gas that, that rolled they, out a couple years ago yeah huh? yeah so they pull they pull that data um you know at the end of the month and then you get your bill within three three days or less um you know what some of these companies are proposing is putting the same type of metering on the uh the the, the feed into the building and then you can monitor all that real time daily and get alerts when you've kind of consumed your your norm normal threshold. So let's say you let that meter roll for about a year 
and then you, it'll look back on that specific day at that specific time and say, "Whoa, you've consumed three more kilowatt hours than you right. should have." So it's it's pretty neat to actually be able to monitor that and control that, at least at least from a, an engineering standpoint. Uh, that's right. How you know one of the things I know that sending gas and electric is rolling out is time of use. Now I don't know if that affects you guys at all in commercial. But because I, I know you guys have like set commercial rates, but I know overall for homeowners that that's like that's a big deal for us. Yeah, it is. West I, Coast is a we, big we thing. have we're a time of usage customer, and you know especially you know when I think about my apartment as well where I live, um, you really have to look at the those peak hours. So you know both commercial and residential, it's four to nine p.m. So as we get into our summer months, we have to really look at. How can we shed that load without impacting guest comfort? So if it's, you know, maybe cycling down um, a VFD or a motor on an air conditioning unit to maybe 50% instead of 100%, um, you know, maybe, uh, you know, turning lights off and really focusing on task lighting, um, maybe look at your chiller settings and try to figure out, you know, is 46-degree water uh, more impactful than 44 degree water going to your air conditioning for your guest room. So there's a lot of uh, factors that need to be looked at from an engineering standpoint. Um, you know, you can also look at one other thing is laundry. You know, like if your laundry operations kind of rolls into that time frame, mm, maybe you cut that true. back and have it go more early mornings so that, you know, you don't, you're, you're achieving or at least consuming the, the lowest possible kilowatt hour. That actually brings up something really interesting that you just said there. I don't want to kind of visit that. I know with energy, um, doing laundry for a facility as big as yours consumes a huge amount of electricity. And not only that, but just the water itself. And, you know, something we were talking about earlier, um, you were talking about the whole aqua recycle thing. Is that correct? Yeah, that uh, that's a new system that we're... That Hilton was um, has been putting in their property. So any hotel that has a medium to large uh, laundry facility, um, for this hotel, we do all our in-house linens for our guest rooms as well as banquet linens. So, you know, no one ever thinks about how much water is dumped after each oh, wash. It's got to be a tremendous amount. Yeah, it's it's a lot. And then thinking about how much gas is used to heat that water and to get it from point A to point B to those washers to actually function. So... The aqua recycle is a pretty neat system. So what that does is as the washer dumps the water into the drains, it collects that water, sends it back through a two or three stage uh, filtering process. And, you know, it goes through an ozone system and cleans it so that and polishes it so that it can go back in the washer. So you're technically probably saving about 75 to 80% of the water. Wow. As well that's as a lot. Yeah, it, it's a lot. And then you're replenishing that with the other 20% and, um, you know, it's fresh water. So you do see a huge savings. You're probably going to be saving, you know, in the thousands, if not millions of gallons with the first couple of years. Wow. Um, I know that there's other properties that have seen a lot greater savings. It just, it all depends on how you operate it. Sure. Do you stay on top of the maintenance once it's installed? And, um, you know, it's, it, it, do you care about the product? Like, are you going to stay with it and, you know, not ignore it because it's a big it's, commitment yeah, right yeah it is it is, is that is that something that is it hard to implement something like that aqua recycle does it take it, a long time it yeah i think from a contract standpoint it has to make sense financially um of course, uh, sure. you have to have pre-inspections done by uh, your water authority as well as your utility and then once those are pre-inspected then they can confirm whether there's an incentive or not 
Uh, and then they'll issue a, you know, a reward letter to move on something like a project that's related to that. Um, it's just, it's, it's a lot of management and maintenance. So every morning, every day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, the first 10 or 15 minutes before the laundry opens is so critical. You need to go through the, the operations of the system, make sure it's functioning before you kind of open up laundry for the day. So see, who knew that laundry was yeah, so complex? Yeah. And then every six, but it is right. Yeah. And then the, every six months, <laughs> you have to shut the system down and change all the media that's inside the storage tanks. Oh my god! And that that'll take a number of hours, and it's crucial to the system. So there's had, a lot. I had no idea. And that's just like one itty bitty piece of facility maintenance for you guys. Yeah, but it's going to be a big help on right? our uh, our utilities when it comes to gas and water because a big portion of our of our uh, billing is associated with a full functioning laundry facility that runs from 11 in the morning till about 8 PM at night. I think it gives you guys, at least in my opinion, some kind of competitive advantage compared to other hotels. Cause a lot of other hotels, they have to send that out and you guys have full control over that. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, it's more costly to send linen out. Uh, it, it can get even more costly if um, you don't have the uh, facility to take on something like that. See, so everyone who stays at the Hilton Tory Pines, make sure you have lots of dirty laundry. Just throw it out. <laughs> don't don't reuse it. You just throw it because they're going to wash it really quickly. Don't worry about that. So a lot of hotels um, and different resorts, they focus a lot of their innovations um, on their guests, on their experiences. And, and I know for you guys, we talked a little bit earlier about like the whole kind of digital key thing. Like that was interesting to me. Can we talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it's a pretty innovative technology. I had the luxury of installing it in one hotel. Um, obviously if you don't have a certain type of lock, you have to upgrade that. Um, obviously you have to research the product, but Hilton kind of innovated that whole practice and started with this digital key, uh, mindset where, you know, like let's say that you're a traveler, a constant traveler. You're getting off your plane. You're able to go into this app, look at the rooms that are available, and actually check in without even going to the front desk before you even get to the hotel. So imagine, you know, you're getting your luggage, you know, at the airport, and you can pick your room. You can look at the room types. You can look at the room views. Everything is at your fingertips, and then you log in and you get your digital key, and you go right to your room. It's awesome. Yeah, it's, bypass that line. Yeah, I think that from I a that. from a business standpoint, where you have a lot of meetings, you just don't have that time for that. You know, that that face to face interaction. You know, you just need to check in and go to your next meeting. I think that this is perfect for the business type of person. Anything you can do to save time, let me tell you what I'm all about it. Yeah, I like for example, I just because I fly Southwest a lot, I just got on the A list. I was so excited. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like 32,000 miles. So, but I just got on there and for the first time, I don't have to check in. They, they put me at the front of the line. Well, pretty close. And uh, I will never be at the back of the plane again. I'm so glad. Yeah. I mean, little things like that, those type of, of innovations are uh, like a big deal. And anything that can save time, or if you're checking in at the airport, and I, you know, right after you get your Uber and you're on your way, I'm all for it. That's really, really cool. Yeah. I also think that there's a plus side to the family part too. So imagine, you know, you're there with your wife, your kids, and you've been saving up, you know, for the last year or two to take a family vacation for a week long. You know, sometimes that guest interaction, front desk interaction takes time. There's lines, mm. but you know, skipping the front desk allows you to spend a little bit more time with your family and enjoy that experience. So that digital key is, you know, like I said, it's right at your fingertips 
it can get you access into restaurants. It can get you access into uh, fitness centers, nice. pools. So, I mean, it's not just for your room. Oh, I see. I had no idea. Yeah, I need to get that. It has a lot. Yeah, I'm sure there's (laughs) going to be a lot more opportunity and other uh, characteristics that will be tied as kind of we evolve with that. But it's a really cool system. I've used it, and uh, you know, if you do stay at Hilton, um, I strongly suggest that you you know utilize it and take advantage of that innovation. I know I will. Uh, Being, you know, being connected to your room and being able to have all these different technologies. I know that hotels are constantly upgrading their rooms too. Because, and listen, if I don't have, like, a USB port, I swear to you, <laughs> it drives me insane. And even, uh, you know, even most of the rooms I see in now, they, they have, they're really kind of set up for mobile. But you guys, um, we talked a little bit earlier about the whole connected room thing, right? Like, yeah, this tell is, me a little bit this more is about kind that. of fairly new. Um, uh, I haven't been too involved in it, but what I've researched is it's called connected room. And just kind of picture your guest room, you know, like the digital key right at your fingertips. You can pretty much control your TV, your lighting, your air conditioning, um, all at the touch of a, a device. Um, I'm sure they'll add more to it, but it's just one of those kind of uh, neat innovations that you know can streamline and you know bundle up all the key technologies of a room and just make it more user friendly, more applicable to our guests. Um, you know, I, I think as you try to be competitive from one hotel to the next, one yeah. brand to the next, you have to find things that your guests are looking for. If you're really focused on business, that business type, they need to have technology in the room. You know, and it could be no, anything. for sure. Yeah, so, it, you know, it could be any type of uh, genre of uh, customer, you know, families. I think that we're in the technology era. You know, everyone, if you see walking in streets, Unfortunately, driving Nose in cars is in, yeah, the in the device. Even while they're yeah. driving, everyone's connected <laughs> to their phone, and I think that you have to build around that idea and develop and innovate your guest rooms. How do hotels decide that? Like, is does a GM figure focus on that the technology, or is it just as a whole? Do you guys have departments that kind of look at it? I think it's more of a top down type it of thing. Is. Like, I think with any type of like innovation, yeah, you have to, mm-hmm. yeah, you have to start. Do like a test pilot. I mean, there's. I've been to a lot of trade shows, and there's always a vendor that's pushing something that. Oh, it's the most innovative, you know, uh, project out there, or idea out there. So you got to start small, try it in a room, and then, you know, kind of put it in a whole entire hotel, see how it plays out, and then, if you see the benefits after a year, or two years, then you implement it through your brands. Yeah. Or so through, it takes time. Yeah, it does. I don't know that process, but. That's how it usually kind of goes. Yeah. There's it's a step by step process in order to unveil it to the whole company. So, what if you could? <laughs> if you this is kind of on the fly. If you could figure out any kind of innovation, what would you like to see? Like, if you had something you wanted to implement, I'd like to see something on your TV that. Let's say you're sitting in your bed, you want to order room service, or talk to a front desk agent, or talk to PBX. You just press a button and their face shows up. Oh so it's like my a, gosh, that'll be so, cool. Yeah, so you don't even have to walk anywhere. You just do it from your... You, you, you have that conversation from your bed. There's like a face-to-face conversation. Yeah. They can't see you, but you can see them. You definitely would, do not want the reverse of that. Yeah. That yeah. could be, that could be I think, bad. <laughs> and it, it, I think you'd feel more comfortable. I think that you'd still get that same type of uh, experience as if you went to the front desk. Yeah. No, that's great. I think that's a good one. That's kind of how, you know, when Starbucks innovated, they put the whole 
camera in, in the drive through lane. You can see them. And it's kind of cool. I, mean, I didn't know that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay, maybe I spent a little too much time at Starbucks. <laughs> uh, side note yeah, to myself. But I'd like to see something like that. I'd like to see our hotels get more innovative where um, it just, it's a cool experience. Like everything is, mm. you know, at your fingertips. You don't, like at home, like, you know, like everything's at the touch of my remote on my uh my my TV, so like know. It, you know, you want you want your rooms to be like TVs. You want to have a smart room. I tell you what, I want. I want to be able to walk into my room and talk to my room, like a voice first technology in the room built in. I think that type of artificial intelligence is coming. It just it could be right at our door before gonna, we know it. It's gonna take over the world. I think that once they get the uh, the self driving cars yeah. locked down, I think that the rooms would be next. Oh my gosh, I'd love that. You know, I have Alexa everywhere in my house right now. Just, I, I love great, it. It's great, right? It's just great. I, I love it. <laughs> I'm such a geek, but I, I love having that. And, uh, you know, we even have our, for us, we have our own app and it's just, it's so cool. It, the whole voice first technology thing is, is going to change the way we interact with everyone, mm-hmm. you know, from calling to people to connecting with them and whoever's listening, put that in a hotel room right now. It's awesome. <laughs> we want that really bad. Awesome, man. One last thing. I want to wrap up, and uh, I want to talk to you about you know what's coming up for Tory Pines. Like, it's summer's almost here, right? What's yeah, going on? Yeah, the summer season's just upon us. Usually sometime around after Memorial Day, um, the, the, the business shifts. It goes from more business focus, group focus, to more family focused. Because mm. as the kids get out of school, um, we have a lot of things happening around the hotel from pool parties with bubble makers and popsicle days and lots of nice edible pizza and hot dogs and all that good stuff to just enjoying the Pacific Ocean and the golf course that's in front of us. I mean, the summer brings on the beautiful weather. San Diego's more oh, lively. There's a like, lot more so happening good. in La Jolla where you can, you know, snorkel in the kelp beds. You can take kayak uh, uh, tours throughout, like, the caverns that are near La Jolla. There's a lot more trails that are open. So it, it, it definitely opens up the hotel uh, to more opportunity, more fun, so that, you you know, you enjoy your stay better. I'm all about it, man. I can't wait to bring my kids. Thank you. I'm yeah. excited. We're happy to have you. Justin, thank you so much for being on the show, man. I can't wait to have you on again. Um, as always, uh, you guys stay tuned for our next episode of FM Evolution. And Justin, welcome to the Evolution, buddy. Thank you. All right, buddy. Take care. Have a good day.